0: Hey, it's Cheeseheads in Chicagoland, the best podcast about the Green Bay Packers. It's week two of the regular season on today's game. We'll be talking about the 29-29 tie between the Packers and the Vikings, which happened up at Lambeau Field yesterday. That's not something I expected to be saying. On this podcast, I, the person who didn't expect to be saying that, am Mike Fleischman. Along with me is my trusty co-host. It's Matt Mellemsatter. Hey, Matt. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Man, I I'm all right. I was just saying that you know caffeine levels are are approaching perfect yeah. right now. No,
1: I I can sense the energy in your voice. There's there's a certain pop today. It's yeah. just it, it, it's pure
0: excitement. Yeah, I'm I am so thrilled yeah. to be discussing what happened yesterday. Can't wait uh, to discuss this wonderful time. What happened yesterday is is like what happens when you have a sneeze. And and the sneeze is on the verge, and the sneeze is tickling you, yeah. and the sneeze is in the back of your Ooh, throat, it's, and, it's and the up contractions, in that nose. yeah, the contract is like just starting, and then their head tilts back and goes away. Where'd it go? Where'd football go? Uh, <laughs> yeah, twenty nine, twenty nine, a tie. Packers start the Packers start the season oddly with two home games. That's not so odd, but two NFC North. Divisional rival games, right in a row, which is—it's rare because they've been backloading the schedule of mm-hmm. those for a while. Yeah, and now they're—they're frontloading them, and so two meaningful games right away. The win over the Bears—that um, was. That was enough. Yeah. <laughs> that was enough for me, for for one week. And then through, <laughs> throughout this week, yeah. You know, when when we were recording on Monday, yeah. The big question was: Are we going to have Aaron Rodgers at all for the rest of the season? Yeah. It was a good chance that we were not going to see him again. That the results were going to be bad. But uh, Rodgers was his normal coy self. I think coy is the right. Coy word. is a great word to describe Aaron Rodgers, to, especially when he's got something to hide.
1: Yeah. He's yep. always so coy. You always see such a little a little smile on his face. Mm-hmm. Just a little smirk that he knows more than you do. And you know that Aaron Rodgers knows more than we do at all times. Aaron Rodgers is a smart guy, but when he's got a little something to hide from the media, he's especially proud. And a little twinkle in uh, his yeah, eye. Yeah, just a, some excitement. Yep. He's, he's Aaron Rodgers, when he's got something to hide, is like Mike when Mike's hit the perfect point of caffeine. Yeah, he's just a little
0: bit excited. He's I hope I pop. hope someday that yeah. I have I have enough to share with the world <laughs> that that it could rival rival Rodgers talking talking to that. Whereas like whereas for me, it's just like I've put enough drugs in my body <laughs> to have a nice feeling right now, and in three hours I'll go back to the normal pile of sludge, <laughs> like slowly undulating across the ground that I normally am. But uh, yeah, Rogers—that little twinkle in his eyes—he's yeah. he's having a lot of fun right now. Uh, they say his knee is sprained, which could mean any any anything from from completely ruined to just sort of sore right now. Yeah, and a bone bruise,
1: I think as well, a deep bone bruise. Okay, um, which is, from what I understand, a similar level of pain to a broken bone. Sure, but. You can walk on it and stuff. -hmm. Um, He's a madman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a madman. Over the last week, we discovered that Aaron Rodgers tore his ACL as a freshman in high school playing pickup basketball and didn't get it repaired until after high school. And sort of just rolled with it. And just sort of played sports with a torn ACL for four years. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Maniac. <laughs> yeah. Every, so, everything has been warped in his life since then. Every like piece of pain management gone warped.
0: No, this <laughs> is this is like this is like this is like a super villain's origin <laughs> story. <laughs> Like, and at a certain point, it's like, when is, like, the heel turn doesn't happen. It's like, well, then I decided to take my revenge on the world.
1: <laughs> Become the greatest quarterback of all time.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so Rogers is a crazy man. Yeah, and, he's nuts. And he practiced, I think, one day out of the week. Uh, Kaiser got reps with the first team. Kaiser was saying, Kaiser was giving very Hundley-esque overtures to the media about how ready he was, mm-hmm. which... Dude, I've seen you. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't look ready yet, buddy. (laughs) You are you are not in a state of readiness. Yeah, Uh, that's cool. Cool, we like Kaiser, but um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers goes, and the game as we sort of transition to like running it back for y'all, the game starts in a pretty impressive fashion for Green Bay, Mm -hmm. and doesn't stop. Being impressive until very much later in the game, when a series of things that I will be colloquially referring to as the bullshit yeah. begins occurring. Yeah. So, um, so first quarter, Green Bay and Minnesota trade touchdowns, and they were on they were on uh, drives right next to each other. Green Bay uh, has a short little drive, they punt, and then. Defense holds Minnesota. Geronimo Allison knifes through the formation, blocks a punt, knocks it up in the air. Josh Jackson snatches it out of the air in the end zone. Touchdown. For the easiest touchdown you'll ever see. It looked like they drew it up like that, but it's, it's also a matter of you're looking at Geronimo Allison do something great on special teams, which is cool and very useful for him. He had a good game all around, second in a row, really. And then you also saw Josh Jackson make a real nice heads-up play on the ball. And the fact that he continues to do well in reps at special yeah. teams, despite also having a huge role on the regular defense, yeah. that's uh, that's really something for for Jackson. But we expected it more from Jackson than we did from Allison coming yeah. in, because Jackson was a, a playmaker on special teams in college
1: Yeah, well. Uh, Geronimo Allison has had two huge... Weeks, back-to-back, has had some incredible plays, both as a receiver and in the special teams thing. Um, I mean, he's just a, a, a Swiss Army knife. He's
0: he's just all over the place, it seems like. And and every new development for him is something that we are sort of surprised by. Yeah. Because he has been, been very under the radar as far as like, okay, there's this guy Geronimo Allison, and he's working his way into the team, and they like him here. <laughs> And then there, there are the little setbacks. I think there was another a traffic stop involving involving Allison. Like, yep, last year you know, he yeah, was more suspended, I think, the first yep. two games of the year. And I remember last year being like,
1: oh, man, I hope they don't cut Geronimo Allison. Because he came in in a, little, in a few spurts mm-hmm. three years ago now, was it? Yeah. Three years ago now he came in in a few spurts, was looked pretty good, got suspended to start last year, played in a few games last year, and this year is really just having a breakout.
0: Yeah, first two games of the season have been great for Allison. He's got a punt block to his name. Uh, so it's seven nothing Green Bay. Minnesota comes right back to you and mm-hmm. goes right down the field. Laquan Treadwell gets a 14 yard touchdown pass from Kirk Cousins on some bad coverage by Kevin King. Yeah, uh, Kevin King uh, ended up not finishing the game due to injury. Yep. Uh, we'll 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 keep you posted on Kevin King. As in, like next week when you're listening, you'll know whether he played that game. <laughs> We're not going to keep you posted on anything. Check the Twitter, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll tweet some. Uh, yeah, log on to our our Twitter account at Packers <laughs> to get <laughs> injury updates on Kevin King. Uh, uh, this was a drive where I've been saying I was saying it all summer. I think yeah. I think the Vikings are the best team in the NFC, mm-hmm. and this is a drive where they they looked like it, and this this sort of seven to seven at the end of the first half. Was what I was expecting out of this game, mm-hmm. sort of a deadlock contest between a team in Green Bay who is improving and also has the best quarterback alive at the moment yep. and therefore can beat anyone, especially at home whenever they they put it all together, versus a team that actually is currently put all together yes. all the way at all times, mm-hmm. which is the Vikings under, under the leadership of Kirk Cousins, who there's something about Kirk Cousins where you sort of want to root against him but can't, which yeah. is the way I feel about the Vikings altogether. Really,
1: nah, see, I find it very easy to root against the Vikings. Okay, uh, but I do, I ha- and I have in the past found it very difficult to root against Kirk Cousins, and I'm sad that I now have to root against Kirk Cousins because I've always kind of liked him. He's such a positive guy. He's such a yeah, exactly. goofball. He that uh, I think some of the Kirk Cousins antics from a couple of years ago with the Washi- with Washington uh, when he would when he came into the press box and screamed, "You like." Yeah, I think that's such a funny thing.
0: I think he's just such a goofball, but now I have to hate him. See, I'm, I'm still, I'm still grudgingly okay because I'm a big fan of Mike Zimmer. Yeah, I like what he's doing there. I, yeah. I like, I've liked every personnel move they've made yeah. outside of maybe like continuing to to mess around with Laquan Treadwell.
1: Yeah, this seems like a silly. It was poor. Yeah,
0: but. Uh, Stefan Diggs is is amazing. Dalvin Cook is amazing. The way they've managed to to sort of stitch together an offensive line, mm-hmm. the way they went from three quarterbacks to one quarterback, the fact that they have Latavius Murray in their back pocket at all times. Yeah, I love what they're doing. Yeah, it's it's a well constructed roster. Yep. And so seven to seven at the end of the first quarter, Green Bay uh, goes on to add thirteen more points through the second and third quarters. Green Bay f- followed up. That uh, that Treadwell touchdown pass with a touchdown drive of their own. It was a uh, Rogers touchdown pass. To it was a Adams. touchdown pass. Yep, to Devontae Adams. Another uh, another one where Adams makes the catch. He's about four yards out of the end zone, six yep. yards out of the end zone. Turns, and you know, he's in.
1: You know, he's you know he's in because it's it's Adams on two guys. And yep. You need more. To, you need more than two guys to stop Adams from going four yards. And it's he turns around and he's not even looking at the end zone. He's looking towards the other sideline. He's yep. close to the left sideline. He starts looking over at the right sideline and cuts back jukes one guy out of his shoes and dips in just like he's he's running like parallel to the end zone and then all of a sudden is just makes a quick shimmy and is in
0: yeah and and I I put this out there there last week I'm gonna keep on with it uh, yeah he's Terrell Owens yeah and he's his prime he's, he's just he's so good he's un,
1: he's so smooth with the ball in his hands Devontae Adams gets the ball in his hand and is gonna make one person miss
0: yeah, and and anytime he's catching the ball and he's got 2 yards or more between him and the nearest defender, that defender is usually doomed. Yeah, he's done. Un- unless they are elite at their position like he yeah. is.
1: And Xavier Rhodes was covering him most of yep. the games. Xavier Rhodes, I believe, was covering him on that play. Xavier Rhodes is pretty darn close to elite. He's he's as good as he's as good as they come, he's I think. He's as good as they come. There was no chance. No. No chance you have to, i mean you really have to be an ex, not just an exceptional cornerback but also an exceptional tackler i mean it's just,
0: it's just hard to take Devontae adams one on one yeah he's he's very good he's 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 starting to become not underrated anymore but properly rated. Yeah. He still he still got that chip on his shoulder though, which I'm going to okay, he's going to keep it. He's going to going to keep it forever. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't <laughs> get rid of those just when uh just when a few pundits are like, "You know, maybe this guy's all right." Uh, that doesn't make that it doesn't, go away.
1: That doesn't make it go away. He's got to have a bigger chip than that.
0: Hunting contest ensues yep. until Green Bay at the end of the half gets 43 yards downfield. Mason Crosby kicks 37-yard field goal, make it 17 to seven at halftime. The uh, drive from Minnesota that preceded that was a a missed field goal, yeah, by uh, by a young rookie kicker by the name of Carlson, yeah. And uh, foreshadowing, folks, Daniel Carlson, if uh, if, if you're uh, if you've tivoed the game or haven't watched it before listening to this, in which case I salute you for being unconventional. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm glad you're listening to the recap before yeah. you watch the game. I mean, Yes, thank you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> um, who am I to tell you how to engage with your sports media <laughs> properties? And, and here's kind of something that I've
1: really noticed about the Minnesota kickers over the years is it always seems like no matter who the kicker is for Minnesota... They make them do that dizzy bat game where you put your head on the baseball bat and spin around it three times, and then you kick it. And that's just kind of how it always is. It's like a weird like training thing they do for the Minnesota kickers, and it just never works. Dylan, wide right <laughs> Carlson.
0: <laughs> uh, if you kick it through the opposing team's up rights, is that three points yeah, for no, the that, other No, team? that's six. Oh, no. <laughs> what have I done? Uh so yeah, Carlson is going to have a bad game throughout this game, folks, just uh, just to let you know what's coming down. Uh, third quarter, Green Bay gets a field goal in the third quarter on a 10-play 67-yard drive. Kind of just a, a status of this game. Rodgers can't line up under center. No, he's, because he, of knee bad. He's in the gun the whole time. He's in the gun or the pistol the whole time. That makes the running game difficult, particularly for the two runners that are out there right now that aren't suspended. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones, I think, might have a little bit more success out of that that shotgun running formation. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see him equipped with this. Uh, Jamal Williams more of a uh, more of a meat and potatoes running back. Yeah, where uh, he wants to be heading heading downhill towards the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. He wants to get the ball maybe t- two yards. Yeah. Behind the line of scrimmage, not five. Yeah,
1: it's, it, it, Jamal Williams is never somebody who's going to be picking up like eight yards per carry. Um, nope. he's, he's, he's get the ball, hit the pile, move the pile two or three yards forward, yep. fall down. And, and we saw Jamal Williams, I think, really for the first time this year, uh, hit some big gaps and make, a per- make somebody miss and then pick up a few yards. Um, didn't happen often, uh, but there's a few plays. And we also saw Jamal Williams spread out wide a few times. We saw him catch a a, a little out route in uh, one of their quick uh, drives. I th- I think it was one of the last drives
0: in uh, OT. We saw Jamal Williams spread out wide and catch a long route. So shades shades of Ty Montgomery. And, yeah, and uh, you know maybe we're going full Matt Nagy and, yeah. and really yeah, really, really just bringing out the, the script, weirdo things. Just doing the whole thing. Uh, this drive that the one the one score in the third quarter, it uh, it was going to be a Jimmy Graham touchdown pass nullified by a hold on Lane Taylor, um, so so that happened also foreshadowing yes for later on uh, penalties causing things to not happen that happened uh, going into going into the fourth quarter a couple of punts and then a Minnesota touchdown that brings it to uh 20 to 14. Yep. As the field goal made it uh made it 20 to 7, which was Green Bay's biggest lead of the of the mm-hmm. game kind of where they uh And how are you feeling in a 13 point lead? Oh, what not you, good at all. Not good at all. You feeling scared? Vikings I, again, the Vikings yeah. are my Super Bowl team. Yeah. You you don't take your foot off the yeah. gas against you gotta them. You got to keep rolling. You you keep rolling, you're going I I truly believe that like you will need 35 points to beat the Vikings this year
1: yeah because it's in the past with Case Keenum I know we disagree on this I really didn't think there was much to worry about on the offensive side from the Minnesota Vikings if he put the ball in Stefan Diggs hands or Adam Thielen's hands it was a different case but now with Kirk Cousins there's always the threat of him making a 75 yard throw Yep, and it changes the complete stratosphere of how you approach the Minnesota Vikings. Is now it's yep. you've also got to outscore them. Yep, you, you don't just have to like score more than them a little bit and score fourteen and keep them down. It's now like you got to score thirty-five. Like you're, you're you're absolutely right. It's now you have to score thirty-five. You have to score forty-two because Kirk Cousins can keep up with anybody.
0: Yeah, they've got the right combo right now, and then. Cousins has Rudolph and Dalvin Cook underneath. They've got Stefan Diggs who can stretch your field out seventy five yards. Uh, they've got a quarterback who drops deep balls like they were dimes. Mm-hmm. They've got Adam Thielen who is is I don't know where they found this this dude. dude. He's he's uh, Minnesota State University Mankato. He's brilliant. Right. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, just a, a brilliant wide receiver. Real real good hands on on Adam Thielen. And they've they've stitched stitched together an offensive line, and they've got a uh, a, a front four that creates pressure with four man rush. Yeah, like that's a mess. That's it's, uh, it's, that's it's, those are those are your classic tools. They yeah. are they are a classically tooled juggernaut right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fort, uh, 20 to fourteen. I'm thinking, oh no, <laughs> here they here they come. It's They're a bad awake. Moment. They're awake now. Yeah, uh, and that was a Stefan Diggs touchdown pass from uh, from Cousins, and Green Bay answers that with a field goal. Fortunately a uh, a penalty on the Vikings took away an interception. I think Rodgers knew about the penalty yeah. when he threw the ball. Harrison Smith intercepted it, but uh they're just not quite able to uh to get all the way downfield. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mason Crosby 31-yard field goal and we are 23 to uh we're 23 to 14 at that point. And uh next drive Kirk Cousins on second and ten from the 25 hits a 75 yard uh bomb to Stephon yeah. Diggs. And uh it's, I'm just wanna I wanna put this out there uh for for uh any mm. Packers coaching staff who are listening. Never put Devon House yeah. on Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Ever again in Never your life. Put Devon House on anyone. Don't put him on anyone good. Don't put him on anyone good. That He's, guy is your fourth cornerback. Yeah. Put him on the fourth wide receiver.
1: Fifth. If. I mean, fourth if Kevin King's out. Yeah. But really, he's the fifth guy on this step chart. He shouldn't be on anyone. Good. He's too old. He made the worst turn I've ever seen on he, a ball. He was never close to this. This was a, this was a touchdown the second that Stefan Diggs stepped up to the line. It was uh, Kirk Cousins knew it. Yeah, he knew that oh. he would be able to just throw this ball far, and Stephon Diggs would be able to get under it, and there's no chance Devon House was going to touch him. It was like the color
0: guy had the greatest observation of uh, if he's even, he's leaving. Yep, and yep, he yep. left. He left. He's gone. Yeah, it's, he's absolutely gone.
1: And It was, what it made me a little bit upset about is why Jair Alexander was on the field for this. Yeah. Josh Jackson was on the field Mm -hmm. for this. Tremont Williams on the field. Tremont Williams also had a lot of struggles keeping up with Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. But Jair Alexander's on the field for this. We've seen him time and time again succeed in these man-on-man
0: situations. And Bryce bit on an underneath route. Yeah. Bryce, that Bryce cannot let Devon House take Stephon Diggs one on one ever. It's Bryce
1: and Clinton Dix bit on the same yep. underneath route on
0: this, and yep. so they both left the over the top open.
1: Mm-hmm. And of course, Devon House can't do anything about that. The only person on our team that could have done anything about it was Jair. He's the only one quick enough to keep up with Stephon Diggs.
0: Yeah, that was it was a it was a mess of a play. Great ball by Cousins. Yeah, a st- great. A pass. Stellar ball by Cousins. Makes it twenty one twenty three, and at that point, that point you realize that the madness has begun. Yep. Is this when uh, the colloquial bullshit starts? Uh, yeah. This is that. That was the start of the bullshit. That was the start of the bullshit. Yeah. Okay. And that yeah. was where no, the bullshit that's, began. That, that's a good point of when the bullshit begins. Um. So there's seven four seven eighteen left in the fourth. Green Bay goes down, gets a field goal. Yep. Um, and they get it with two thirteen left. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's second and six, yep. and they th- throw two incomplete, or they... Uh, throw to the end zone twice. Yeah, throw to the end zone twice. Yeah. Bad idea.
1: Yeah, it, it, it really was. I wasn't... I I. This is keeping the foot on the gas, but not in maybe the best way. This is... Uh, going for the end zone twice here just... I don't know. It just didn't work.
0: Wasn't yep. good. I, I think I think when you when you're dealing with the front four of the Vikings who can put pressure yep. on you themselves without blitzing mm-hmm. and you are dealing with a hobbled Aaron Rodgers who cannot yep. step through yep. the pressure like like normal Aaron Rodgers can. Aaron Rodgers looked mobile in, in the way that I'm mobile yeah, in he, this game and that he can he could probably walk down the street right now. Yeah. I'm capable of doing that myself. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's about what he's got right now yeah. is, is a nice a nice comfortable lope. Yeah. It's it's like Eli Manning
1: is more mobile than Aaron Rodgers yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. Peyton, Manning's Peyton Manning is more mobile than Aaron Rodgers Peyton right Manning now.
0: Peyton Manning at age 39. Yep. More mobile than Aaron Rodgers right now. Yeah. So I think when you are... I think when you're that situation, yeah. keeping your foot on the gas involves keeping the clock running. Yeah. And letting letting Jamal Williams, who at that point probably ain't tired because he ain't run very much. No. Letting no. him try and put his shoulder into some guys is keeping your foot on the gas at that yeah. point. Uh because Rogers, Rogers looked good enough to play in this game. Yeah. He did not Looked great. He looked real hurt. He looked, Yeah, he looked like he was in pain. Yeah. But with that said, Aaron Rodgers still
1: played a great game. Oh, yeah. I, I, no one else could have kept us in the position to put us in the position to win like Aaron Rodgers did at the end of regulation.
0: So it's 26-21. Yeah. On the very next play from scrimmage, Kurt Cousins puts a pass in Laquan Treadwell's hands who fail him. Yeah. And the ball pops up in the air. Clinton Dix intercepts it uh green Bay this is where this is where they throw two incomplete yep. passes throw two incomplete passes and get another field goal it's twenty nine twenty one yep that that is also where that's that's where again like run run the ball this possession took nineteen seconds yep run the ball that possession needs to take more than nineteen seconds you are up. You're up at that point. You're up by five points. You're on Minnesota's side of the field. Run the time off the clock. Yep.
1: You're up five with mm-hmm. two minutes to go. Yep. Don't take 19 seconds. Nope. Take more. We force them to use their timeouts. Get some time off the clock because they had two timeouts left at this point. They had, Minnesota had two timeouts and the t- the two-minute warning. Yep. So we run up the middle. Takes us to the two-minute warning. Rogers passes incomplete short to Devontae Adams. Second and ten. Third and ten. We get a delay of game, so it's third and fifteen. Rodgers goes deep left to the end zone. This is the one where I don't think I didn't think he had the touchdown. Devontae catches it, gets hit, mm-hmm. pops out. Yep. Yeah, it was take the field uh, goal.
0: Yeah, take the field goal because uh, Minnesota comes back, takes minute fourteen to go seventy-five yards and eight plays. And they which had, all started yep. on first and ten. Cousins goes for Coley. Who's in the game for Treadwell, overthrows it by a million miles. Yep. Jair Alexander picks it off. Yep.
1: Except on a a great play. Jair Alexander makes another great play two weeks in a row
0: Mm -hmm. to go up and get that ball at the end of the game. Yep. And it's taken back by a roughing the passer penalty on Clay Matthews. (sighs) Yeah. That I'm going to go out on a limb here. And and some of our, our more some of our weirder listeners are gonna appreciate me. And that I think I think it proved the existence of quantum realities in that some in some other yeah like mirror reality yeah. that is happening stacked on top of ours right now. Yeah. Clay Matthews actually did something to cause a penalty and a ref saw yes. it float through into the realities because in our reality, nothing there's nothing.
1: In our reality, there isn't a darn thing. In our reality, very similar to that lane T- Taylor Holding call on the Jimmy Graham touchdown,
0: there ain't a darn thing. The impact... the I mean, I'm going to try to point, paint this picture ball as a Packers The ball is still partisan. in Kirk
1: Cousins' yeah. hands.
0: There's, there's the still, ball is still in Kirk Cousins' hands.
1: Everything is fair game currently. If yeah, the ball is in one. Kirk Cousins' hand when he makes contact, regardless of the player protection rules, yep. everything is still fair game. The, the second the ball leaves the hands is when we get into the driving the player thing, which was also not the reason that this penalty was called. The referee has come out Twice since then. Their step two. Is that it was not driving him in. It was not that he lifted up and drove down. It was just a late hit. But it wasn't because the ball was still in his hands when Clay Matthews first made contact. So there. Isn't a possible way that this could have been roughing the passer? I get that there's dumb rules, and I get that there was like a Sheldon Richardson.
0: This isn't even kind the of a dumb darker rule, one, but
1: that one was the Sheldon Richardson one was a roughing the passer according to the new rules.
0: This was nothing. Yeah, this, this was just any, a completely missed call. This was just. And, and yeah this was a this yeah the ball This was a game ruining penalty. The ball the ball is in the ball is in Cousins hands. Matthews hits him and and Cousins goes down. Matthews does not come down on top of him. You see Matthews
1: catch himself with his left hand. Mm-hmm. As Matthews comes down, you see his right hand underneath Kirk Cousins and you see his left hand catch himself to keep his weight from landing on top of Kirk yep. Cousins. It's-
0: and there there are several other, other things that like are against the rules. Like you could have like taken cousin's legs out from under him with your arms. Didn't do that. Didn't do that. You you could have put the shoulder weight all the way through him to the ground. Didn't do that. You could have hit him above the shoulders. Yes. Didn't do that. Have, hit him squarely hit him. in the stomach. Mm-hmm. You could have hit him around around the helmet. You could have hit him with your helmet. Any number of these things. None of them happened. It's 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 the We harped on Clay Matthews. It's two amazing defensive plays taken away by by a ref that just I, I didn't I didn't see it. You know I'm sure if you go on Vikings boards today they'll tell you how clear it was. Yeah. Or, or maybe they'll bring up the uh, the facemask penalty on Rogers against the four against years the Lions ago
1: from, from four years ago when we were eighty pass, yards away. Yeah.
0: No. Here's the thing with that penalty
1: is I I there's a lot of like complaints about that penalty. No one when that happened who was watching that game was like oh yeah Packers got it this one's a game ruiner. Aaron Rodgers is gonna throw this ball eighty yards yeah. down the field. No you didn't. No one thought that. Yeah. That was the longest passing in NFL regulation. It doesn't it no it had never happened before. This is like a legitimate <laughs> This is like we have legitimate gripes here. This is ridiculous. Yeah, this,
0: I, I hope I, the NFL makes a statement. on I this. have a gripe, and another thing. Another thing that I saw on a message board that I wanted to bring in here because I knew god. this was like yeah. really going to grind our gears. Yeah. There's like you know that smell of like a tr- electronics burning. Yeah, that's kind of the mood no, about this. This whole that I have. this whole podcast studio just smells, yeah. like, it smells <laughs> like plastic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> burning.
0: Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> the the reaction that I heard from uh, from from I guess gloating's vi- gloating Vikings fans mm-hmm. is that these are the rules that co- Clay Matthews got dinged on the rules that Aaron Rodgers whined to have put in place. Oh, I just killed Matt Melum Setter, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he, he just died. It's no, cool. <laughs> no, you don't. You have such if if that's your opinion, you don't get
1: anything. You have such a limited like. Ability to read the world around you. So, this is like you. You have, karma. You, have, you need to go back to elementary coming, school and get some reading comprehension classes. Go take
0: fourth grade English language, you dumbo. Karma coming back to, uh, because. it's not how it works. Rogers wind his way into tying this game God. by demanding better rules on the quarterback, which, uh, uh, what? Vikings fans, hi. This is Mike Fleisch from Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. How are you doing? Um, your team is in really, really good shape right now. And, um, you know, you are looking at a playoff berth. So just uh, just pull for the team, guys, because, uh, because the rules of the game can bite anyone at any time. I do not believe that NFL refs are biased to one team or another. I don't believe they blow calls. To help or hurt cause, I believe they blow calls because the NFL has engaged in a systematic campaign of diminishing their labor rights yep. and keeping them underpaid, undertrained, and bad at their job because if they wanted better referees, they would pay them better. Yeah, The is- NFL puts scabs on the field instead of paying their referees and trying to make the game better. Like, the refs do not suck to help or hurt your team, and the rules don't exist because players whine for them. The refs suck, and they do, because that is the way the NFL is trying to, like, shave on their margins. Because this right is
1: the now. refs' weekend jobs. They're yep. all part-time. Yep. They can't be full-time. The NFL will not pull them on full-time. Yeah, uh-huh. that w- They would have to pay them more money. Yeah, such a marginal amount of money compared to the ten billion dollars that the NFL brings in every year. This
0: league is a cultural force in America. There are thirty teams in this league, and the amount of like cultural, uh, what a cultural cachet, cultural momentum that they hold. Thirty, thank you. Yeah, um, there it's are thirty teams in some even league more. Somewhere. Even, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, MLB. Even there's, there, that's where they're. there's
1: even. Mo- I mean, I just mean that is like yeah. there's even
0: more like cultural growth than like it's. And you are dealing with part-time independent contractors, yeah,
1: who are out lawyers on the field as referees
0: in the week. I mean, I, I, just, I do not, I do not, for the life of me, understand that situation. And, and for, yeah, if if that's why we get horse shit like this. Like, can someone please like point me back to my own rant right here if I ever start complaining about the referees again? Because I, I, I need. I need to understand and I need y'all out there to understand the, the systematic conditions that create bad refereeing in the NFL because they matter. Okay. Uh, so at this point tack 15 yards. And so it's first and 10 at the Minnesota 40 after the roughing the passer call on, on Clay Matthews. And, uh, again, also final addendum. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Clay Matthews is a step slow. Yeah, this year. Uh, yeah, We've known he, that already. He's been a step it, slow for two years now, but he's, yeah, he's a that,
1: real full
0: step slow. That's not the reason why this penalty got called. This penalty got called because the referees are bad, but <laughs> he's a step slow. Um, it, it comes down to third and four at the Green Bay 28 with 42 seconds left. Kirk Cousins passes short to uh, Adam Thielen and then at At the 22-yard line, Kirk Cousins, 22-yard floater into Adam Thielen's hands that somehow goes through, like clips through like a video game, Jair Alexander and Kentrell Bryce. Kentrell Bryce Bryce flying
1: over the top, avoiding the illegal hit on Uh Thielen. Uh, Jair Alexander on top
0: of Alan the- Adam Thielen, like basically yep. like laying on top of him. And somehow Adam Thielen makes this catch. And this is why the Vikings are dangerous. Yeah. It's like it's not their fault that they got given life in this game. They just did something with it. They got like given- Kirk Cousins didn't lose focus. Adam Thielen didn't lose focus. Nobody no. got distracted by the nonsense. They pulled right through it with their heads intact. Mm-hmm. I mean, so did the Green Bay defense, but... This was this was just a toss-up ball. This was a
1: toss-up ball on basically perfect coverage. On perfect coverage. On perfect yep. coverage by Jair Alexander, which we've seen time and time again. Jair Alexander, there's guys making plays on Jair. Yeah. But just like the Allen Robinson jump up over the top play last week, perfect cover. But hey, this is a passing league. This is a guys passing gonna league. Guys going to make plays. Yeah, guys are going to make plays, and it's just sometimes you don't win the 50-50 yeah. balls. And, and after two weeks, I think Jair's the real deal. Jair Alexander has been he's incredible. Very, he's very good. And, and I mean, what we what basically has happened is two game-clinching interceptions have been taken off the board yep. from Jair Alexander. He should have two interceptions, both of them game clinching, at this point, along with great coverage on number one receivers back-to-back games. Yeah. He's the real deal, and I hope Mike, Mike Pettin starts playing him full-time film on number gonna, one.
0: Film is going to tell him tell him.
1: Yeah, film will tell him and also, oh man. We can get into this in a little bit, but Mike Patton's play calling and using Jair Alexander as a blitzer—oh
0: boy, it's great! Yeah, it's fun. It's so much fun. Let's go on. Let's uh, we got so stuff to finish. This game could have been could have been over. Yeah, it, uh, two point conversion. Just another perfect play by yeah. by the Vikings again. Like. I'm not taking anything away from this yeah. team. I think they're incredible.
1: It's great play calling to line up that bunch formation on the right mm-hmm. side and throw opposite to That's Stephon Diggs. Stuff. It's good stuff. The bunch formation creates like such clean releases and and causes such confusion. And Anytime you see a bunch formation on a goal line like that, you're like, they're going bunch side. It's going to be that little rub play. It's going to be a little rub play because within yep. two yards, you can set a screen. Mm-hmm. It's still legal. You're going to see like a little pick play and a rub. Come right underneath. Easy open. No, it's a back shoulder. Fade no, it's a days. back shoulder. Back shoulder fade up on the far side. Just a perfect, a perfect throw. Yeah, it's it, it, yeah. Kirk Cousins is scary, so this man. could, but uh, Rodgers comes back. Yeah, and and see here's where Minnesota makes the biggest mistake is they leave Aaron Rodgers 31 seconds. Yep. And if you leave Aaron Rodgers over 30 seconds with no timeouts, it's game over, dude. I'm sorry. It should it should be game over. Yep. And Aaron so Rodgers... so from the
0: 34, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers gets a uh, hits Graham and then Adams. It's the thirty-four. Yep, Crosby's well, lined up for the field goal. Our first, Minnesota ices him.
1: Yeah. Our our first play is a Jamal Williams run for eleven yards. Yeah. And 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 the idea here with this run play is if nothing happens, the clock winds out. It's thirty-one seconds. Yep. We go to OT. But Jamal Williams picks up eleven. Aaron Rodgers said in the. Dallas Cowboys thing after the game he said the biggest thing is the first play if you can pick up 10 yards on the first play then you're rolling and you go mm-hmm. so they pick up 10 on the first play Roger spikes the ball with 17 seconds left they go deep right to Graham hits for, Graham for 27 yards out of bounds clock yep. stops 7 seconds left Rogers throws short to Devontae Adams pushed out of bounds to the Minnesota 34 for 3 yards by Xavier Rhodes Minnesota calls their third timeout.
0: as the ball is just about to be snapped for the yes, field goal to Ice Mason Crosby. now now that's another play where like that's the right call. Take that timeout right there. Yeah. Uh Packers Packers long snapper has to be listening for the whistle. I don't think I don't think you need to snap that ball back to the holder cuz yeah. it sends Crosby through his windup. Yeah. Like because that whistle clearly blew before the ball was snapped. Yeah. Packers long snapper has like Hunter someone 6-pound draft. Pick. Yeah. And who's been great yeah. so far. But I think I really think that like we have to as like as we're coaching special teams and by we I mean not me. Ron Zook. Yeah. <laughs> by we I mean Ron Zook. <laughs> this has to become a part of special teams coaching yeah. is to recognize the icing timeout. Mm-hmm. Because the play clock you know is, it is a factor. You've got yeah. to pay attention to it, but you have to know that icing timeout is coming. Mm-hmm. And like you cannot you can't get a timeout after the ball is snapped. Right. Yeah, the referees are theoretically good enough to know that. Yeah. We hope and we. that whistle did come yeah. before the ball was snapped. So, But, yeah, first kick from Crosby, the one that didn't count, good from 52. Second one wide left. Yep. Couldn't pull it through. And 52 is a makeable field goal. It's a tough one. It's a tough one,
1: especially at this stage in Mason Crosby's yep. career. But he's already knocked few through a few from around deep 40s and he's drilling everything yeah.
0: in this game he's looked fantastic he's he so five far or five in at this point yeah so it's it is what it is a kicker missed a 52yard field goal at the end of the game like that's gonna happen yeah like uh, um so we go to overtime where uh, Minnesota wins the coin toss and uh I, what did I say about foreshadowing they uh they walk it down to the field but the defense holds yep on two incomplete passes to Laquan Treadwell. Yep, two drops. Again, folks, I I said pay attention yep. to the foreshadowing. <laughs> now it's, all, it's all cyclical. Missed field goals and Laquan Treadwell. Uh, Laquan Treadwell <laughs> <laughs> misses two passes. Yep. And Carlson misses a 49-yard field goal wide right. Yep. Green Bay has to punt the ball. They give it back to Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota goes seven plays, sixty-three yards, gets it down, gets it, gets it down, has it set up to uh, to possibly end the game. Is it the Green Bay seventeen-yard line. Daniel Carlson lines thirty-five up. yards. This is basically a Four PAT. Four seconds left on the clock. It is a PAT. What are those like? Thirty-two? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, thirty. They're thirty-three because they're from the fifteen. Thirty-five-yard um, field goal, wide right. No good wide right. Tie. And so that's where it is. Um, a game that just shouldn't have gotten that far. What happened? I don't know. It's not mine. Mine's on. It's, it's me. I did it. Uh-oh. I made highlights play. Highlights play. I can close that because, cool. we, because I got to the en- end of the, uh, the yeah. run-through. Uh, tie game. Yeah. Packers are 1-0-1. Same yeah. record now as the Vikings. Undefeated. 1-0-1. Undefeated. Um, like the the idea that if you look at it on paper you're like okay the packers and vikings are both very good play themselves to a tie that can't be all that surprising yeah. it's just that there were things in this game <laughs> that it shouldn't have, shouldn't have got it never should have got that far no it ended up getting that far and you know the sta- the stalemate is worse you know there's uh it's like the sneeze that doesn't happen or uh you know there are they're more uh more R-rated analogies one could make in this yeah, situation if, of course. if if one if one wanted to but I've already I've already used the uh the word bullshit yeah on no the podcast, we, we've
1: gotten so. we've gotten a number of, of
0: yeah. cusses out I think yeah. more than we've had thus far in the program but. yeah I'm only I'm kind of like I'm only bleeping f bombs. Yeah, good. That's fine. And I'm trying to avoid general cussing as like a matter of like just speech here. Yeah. But like the bullshit creeped yeah. into this game, and like putting putting a, a nice term on it ain't gonna ain't gonna change that the bullshit done creeped into no, you this can't game. Pull, you can't polish a turd, Mike. Yep. So we we're uh, going to take a little bit of a break here, and then uh, then round this podcast out with uh, with some more complaining. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no. and and hopefully uh, hopefully some some other stuff that that don't so much closely resemble complaining but it's cheeseheads in chicago and it's the best podcast about the green bay packers um i am mike Melmsetter memorial service or, hi i'm mike Melmsetter hey mike hi <laughs> i was i was in my head i've just uh, yeah. i've just kind of joined the Melmsetter setter family yeah. congratulations we actually got married yeah uh, um, so congratulations <laughs> it's, uh, it's i'm trying i'm trying something new i'm trying sort of weird weird polygamy yeah is is how i'm terming it uh no i'm Mike Fleischmann and I was going to say memorial services for Matt Mellum setter are going to be held <laughs> coming up later this week donations in lieu of flowers uh, <laughs> donations to the uh, to the NFL refereeing fund are greatly appreciated. I'm going to take a break we'll be right back for more Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. <laughs> It is Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. It's the best podcast about the Green Bay Packers. I'm Mike Fleischman. He's Matt Setter. Uh, we are on Twitter at CheeseCagoland. C-H-E-E-S-E-C-A-G-O-L-A-N-D. It's a portmanteau. I'm on Twitter at M.P. Fleischman. He's on Twitter at Mellumsetter. We have a Facebook group. It's called Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. Make sure to follow us there. Uh, I also have an Instagram account where I, I take pictures of cool things that I see. That's also a... At MP Fleischman. So, uh, so check us out on all that sort of stuff. Melam Setter, you are, you are one of them bosses here at, at the Radio DePaul Sports Studios where we record this podcast. I sure am. And, uh, Maybe maybe uh, tell folks when they can hear you and how they can hear you doing uh, doing work for Radio DePaul Sports. Oh
1: man, I'm I'm on a lot of things. I'm on uh, the Monday Sports Flash from five to five thirty. You can catch kind of a weekly uh, like a weekend update kind of thing. As we'll go over all the DePaul athletics that happened over the weekend. We'll go over some NFL action, some MLB action, uh, just a real quick cut up. And um, at from five thirty to six thirty, I'm on DePaul on football with Charlie Bevins on Mondays. Um, and so we just cover all the NFL action around the world. Uh, I guess not the world around the league, and then uh, from six thirty to seven, I have my own show. It's a solo show. It's called Sports Ball, and it's where I discuss the uh, kind of the origins of a certain sport, and then get into. Th- The real specifics of the ball and how the ball impacts the sport, how the ball has developed, uh, and then I kind of review it at the end of it. I'll tell you kind of the breakdown of: Is this a beach ball? Is this a ball you should take to the beach? Is this a ball you should bring to the park?
0: Is this a ball that's good for passing? What is this ball good at? This is my favorite sports radio show. (laughs) There's been zero episodes of it so far. It's
1: it's first episodes tonight. Um, Um, So I guess this probably this might not be out in time. But no, uh, this one won't be out in time. Tune in next Monday at six thirty and. Listen to me. I think next week will be a b- basketball. This week's a this week's a football. Starting with the classic. Starting with the classic. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, hey, today, uh, the day we're recording on September seventeenth is the uh, the birthday of the NFL. It's the
0: day that the NFL was founded. Um, for for, uh, for like kind of late season doldrums, perhaps the uh, the badminton shuttlecock. Yeah.
1: Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm trying to get into some exotic sports. So we're going to get into like the handball. Um, not the rubber. Handball that you like hit off the walls like in uh, parks and stuff but like the olympic sport handball. I'm
0: into that sport and, a like, lot
1: I love that sport and like we're gonna. I'm gonna try and do some cricket There's like a $15 cricket ball on Amazon. I might order um, We're gonna get into some rugby and a lot of the specifics of rugby and how it relates to football There's a lot of stuff. I want to talk about on the show and there's a lot of exotic sports to cover in the next nine weeks So <laughs> Monday 630 tune into sports ball.
0: So we're gonna take a look at NFL week two uh, real quick Josh Gordon Mm-hmm. Is uh, now Patriot. Yeah, that's and uh, really good for the Patriots. It, it's 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 a continued. It's a position where the Patriots are just continued risk takers. Yeah, in that I've said it before, and I will I will say again. Like I do not think that the NFL should test for marijuana. Nope. Or have any prohibitions against its players using it in any way, shape, or form. But also that marijuana like many other things can have a detrimental effect on your life and if you find yourself in a situation where you know full well that you're going to get tested for it and cannot use it but still use it to like to the detriment of like your own personal like career and finances and such then then you should deal with that. Yeah then you should not but. So Gordon to me is, is a perfect middle ground a perfect gray area yeah. in that like yeah, I don't care if if he's if he's smoking, but also like like You know it's coming. It is a health problem yeah. if you can't put it down. Yeah. It's 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 an addiction addiction problem if yeah. you can't put it down. Yeah, it's uh it's 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 right in the middle there. So yeah. that's uh uh but the Patriots, they have everything they want. They yeah. they just keep on stocking it up so they can take risks on guys. Yeah. You know, Josh Gordon wasn't there yesterday. If he's not there tomorrow, they're doesn't doesn't change their plans? No, you know Bill Belichick. Like, I mean, he <laughs> like he's not going to pretend like this is important. Yeah, you know, he's just just another cog in the machine. It's part of what makes Belichick so successful is that yeah. he cannot be bothered. Yeah, to care about his players' off the field lives as long as they do what they're supposed to when they're in his practice facilities yeah. and on his sidelines and in his games. It's part of what makes him so successful is that much like Greg Popovich, but in a different way, he lets his players live how they would like to live
1: mm-hmm.
0: as long as they do what they're supposed to. As long as football is the focus. Yep. And and that's uh, some and they're very good at selecting people who are generally going to come in and be all right with that. Yeah. Gordon might might test them. Like yeah. Randy Moss worked out perfectly. Um although I was always a huge Randy Moss fan, I could yeah. I could never believe the narrative nonsense around like you're taking a huge risk if you sign Randy Moss. Like no, you're not. You know, he's I- incredibly talented. Everyone likes him on his team. Yeah, and he works really hard all the time. Yeah, like, he's a hard worker. He's passionate about the game of football. No like, team ever signing Randy Moss was taking a risk. No, as my, 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 uh, my controversial middle of America opinion right there. I just Vikings fans in the family heard yeah. some stuff occasionally. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, you're not taking a risk. Um, bigger, bigger stuff about this game. You know, it's a tie. Ties suck. Yeah. Um, I don't even want to have the argument of whether there sh- whether or not there should be ties in the NFL because up until like Donovan McNabb reminded America that there are ties in the NFL. Yeah. Back uh, Back when the Eagles tied once and he was like, I didn't even know that could happen. Like neither did anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> we now, had all forgotten. And now, the now it's a thing.
1: Kind of slowly withered away the overtime rules from mm-hmm. three OTs ending in a tie to two to now. It's just one ten 10-minute OT. It's not even three more like 15-minute overtimes. Yep. It's...
0: Now they're starting to happen, and they're starting
1: to matter. And they're starting to happen a lot. This is two weeks in a row that we've seen a tie. And we saw two weeks in a row with a tie last year as well. Um, They're starting to happen with more frequency. And I get the idea of, like, let's cut these football games short. Like, the longer that we're playing the games, the more people that get hurt. Um, Longer overtime periods just kind of lead to more injuries and stuff just kind of sucks
0: yeah I, I I generally I don't like the college overtimes sure. with the possession rules and such I because because football is is a game played on a a 100 yard field yeah shortening that arbitrarily to me seems antithetical and I'm generally pretty liquid on how football rules should happen like footballs sure. a living document I'm not a strict constitutionalist yeah uh, in anything that I do but <laughs> like that to me seems like you you've, you've You've taken yourself out of the football world, yeah, and you've made it into a video game, which that's that's a discussion all we want. Yeah, video games affecting reality is a discussion we can have on, like, oh, gosh. my my Mike Fleischman's stupid brain ideas yeah. podcast. Mm. Look look for that on iTunes. Yeah, that's coming Anchor. soon. <laughs> f- Mike Fleischman's Stupid Brain Ideas uh, They're actually not that stupid. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, they're all pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but this game to me. Continued showing me things that last week showed me is that mm-hmm. the Packers secondary is better. The Packers front four is improving. Mike Daniels had a better game. Mike Daniels than he did against Chicago. Yep. He, uh, he disappeared a bit in the at the end of the game, but everyone did. Yeah. Uh, because everyone got tired down, the uh you know the, the Vikings front wasn't doing much in the no. fourth quarter either. No. And because this game was played in eighty degree weather and everyone died. Yeah, and Kenny Clark after the game
1: said this was the hottest game he's played in. And he yeah. played college football in Los Angeles. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it was bacon down in that field. It was a tough game for those big guys. Um and I mean our front four improved, but a big chunk of the game was without Kenny Clark. Yep. So it, it it's hard to judge a game like if Mike Daniels is on snap count and if Kenny Clark is not there for parts of it uh for like cramps and injuries and stuff it's hard to judge uh if Dean Lowry's playing a majority of the snaps yeah dean lowry is uh he's he's, he's pretty a good backup. He's, he's a backup
0: he's a pretty good backup he's not a starting quality. we saw reggie gilbert and dude reggie play gilbert. a few play a few good plays yeah uh we we saw and we saw clay matthews is Clay Matthews is gotta be on Mike Patton's mind right now, too. Yeah. And like, how can I use this guy who Matthews is not adjusting his game to being a step slow? No. I don't think Matthews has it within himself to to readjust himself. His you know, his move to middle linebacker when the Packers ran out of middle linebackers, he resisted that the whole way. Yeah. He has resisted every attempt of a coaching staff to sort of make him into a different player and one that plays to his actual skills and not his imagined skills yeah because I think clay matthews imagined that his life is an episode of Vikings yeah of,
1: <laughs> of not the football team but but
0: the show yeah the history channel yeah, the show, history channel show. <laughs> well, where he I think rides he he's, on a he's pillaging villages <laughs> and he carries a big yeah. hammer yeah. and he's got long nice hair and but, like, yeah, it just he makes the you know he makes the female and some male residents of Green Bay going crazy. Yeah, when he flip his long hair around and is like, Hurr. yeah, Oh that's the Clay Matthews noise that he makes. Yes, that's the Matthews noise. <laughs>
1: that's what everyone knows. Yeah. is the Clay Matthews noise. Uh, uh, but want sandwich? Hmm. Hair condition. Yeah. <laughs> um. But he. We tried to move him to inside linebacker last year uh, when we, like you said, ran out of inside linebackers when they all uh, disappeared. Uh, and he didn't really play that well. It's, it's it's a position that ideally his skill, his current his skills. His current skill set seems to put him there. Seems to put him there. He's better. You know, honestly, he's not great in coverage, but he's better in coverage than he is at rushing the pack passer. He's a pretty good
0: tackler and he's been in the league long enough to know how to play run defense. He's he's a step slow and he's not he's not adapting. And Petton has that is a huge challenge because you your pass rushing outside linebacker and like veteran leader who wants to be on the field, you gotta gotta be able to make him effective yeah, down yep. the stretch. And, like this defense hinges on it.
1: Yes. And Because Clay Matthews is currently playing like a rush-end position and bringing the heat at the quarterback We're not getting any pressure from him And so for Mike Pettin to create pressure at the quarterback, what does that mean? We saw it quite a few times the other day. It means bringing Cornerbacks, bringing Jair Alexander in, rushing Josh Jackson It's Clay Matthews not being effective is Limiting Mike Patton. So Mike Patton isn't really using Reggie Gilbert much because Clay Matthews is supposedly supposed to be better and playing more and he's getting 12 million dollars a year. But Clay, Clay Matthews is so ineffective that we're having to rush Jair Alexander, Kentral Bryce. We're having to bring in cornerbacks and safeties and run out of these six defensive back sets and bring pressure out of these six defensive back sets. And it works. It's been working, but eventually teams are going to catch on to it. And Having such an ineffective pass rush that the only time we can effectively get pressure on the quarterback is in third and decent, third and middle, third and six, third and five. When we bring a gadget blitz out,
0: Clay Matthews just isn't good anymore. It's, it's oh, this one's going to be tough coming down the stretch. And like all Packers fans, I'd prefer if he was still good. Yeah, no, but, I'd, I'd love if he was but still But the good. results on the field... So far, have been have been pretty bad, and this is a defense that is reshaping itself around some young players who are going to be its identity for a while. In that, Jair Alexander, we've talked about him enough. He is, I think, he's the real deal. I think two games into his career, you can you can tell that he's he's ready to guard some yeah. ones. Yeah, Kevin King, if he stays healthy, which is still a huge question. Yeah, because he can't seem to finish a game at the moment. No. He's he can be very good if he finishes. Josh Jackson is very good. Uh Jones might end up becoming great if he can stay healthy. Yeah, we haven't seen him yet this haven't year. Haven't seen him seen him yet this year. Control Bryce is continuing Is currently our
1: leading tackler. Control mm-hmm. Bryce has been pretty good, not great in coverage, but he's been a great
0: tackler. He's he's a placeholder at, he's, at he, the moment. He's
1: a placeholder for Josh Jones, right? Yeah.
0: Yep. He's he's holding he's holding the place and he's he's doing fine. But I think what you're seeing is that the the old guard of this defense the uh, the Clay Matthews in this defense and some of these some of these guys who have been around for a while Devon House yeah who has who has been a Packer and then not been one been one um, these guys are are losing their effectiveness yeah and. You wonder, you wonder at what point, like, are they out there for tradition, not not because they win you games, right? Yeah. At what point are they out there because we're paying them
1: twelve million dollars, yep. and we have to get our money's worth? And I think Clay Matthews is out there just because he's getting paid the big bucks right now. And I, 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 I mean, Reggie Gilbert got much less snaps than Clay Matthews. Still had half of a sack. Was still able to get into the back into the backfield and make three quarterback hits. Yeah, he's good. He's Clay good. Matthews He's coming on. Clay Matthews didn't have a single one. Clay Matthews wasn't. Clay Matthews wasn't pressuring quarterbacks. The only time he got pressure on a quarterback. Uh, was that last play on Kirk Cousins, and we've already we've already talked about our feelings with that. <laughs> yeah, and I don't look. I'm calmed down now. I'm like
0: feeling pretty good. I don't want to yeah. get back into it. I really no. Let's not get back into it. I Antonio kinda, Morrison I've, looked pretty good. Yeah, and time. oh, Antonio Morrison looked great. I was on an edge there. Thanks for pulling yeah. me away. But. There's a person named Corey Toomer who's on the Packers. yeah. He's a inside linebacker. Had four had four tackles. Uh, yeah, blew some coverage. Uh, blew some coverage. He's uh. I, I d- don't know who he is. He was
1: covering Dalvin Cook a lot. Uh, he's he's a veteran. He's been in the league for a few years, but he's like not a fifth round pick by Seattle. Twenty nine years old. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's he's a so a, a, he's a, placeholder. a, a placeholder. He's yeah. He, he's not Antonio Morrison good. Like he, he, we didn't bring Corey Tumor in with the expectation that he'll start it inside linebacker. Um, but he
0: plays a little bit. Uh, yeah, kind of waiting on Oren Burks right yeah. now and well oh, Jake Ryan's injury Dying is is year, yeah, loom is looming because some of the guys who are supposed to be uh, in his spot who are yeah. like the okay, we got this guy, we got we just drafted Oren Burks but not healthy to yeah. start the season. Yep. So that's that's starting you're starting to dip into the third and fourth spot in your depth chart there which is never never good. Mm-hmm. Offensively, Jimmy Graham, six receptions, 95 yards. That's good. He's very good. Yeah, he's real good. He's going to be fine. Devontae Adams, eight catches in this game. Geronimo Allison, six. Randall Cobb, four. Cobb, a little quieter than he was against the Bears. Yeah. I think that's a uh, a major comment on how good the Vikings' defense is over the middle of the field and on developing routes the way Cobb likes to run yeah. and how their pass rush hurries the field a little bit more than, uh, than the Bears do. So... I think that's just a matter of like when Rodgers gets time, he finds Cobb. Yep. When he doesn't get time, he goes sideline. So yep. Jamal Williams, sixteen carries, fifty nine yards, the most Jamal Williams stat line you will ever see. Ty yep. Montgomery got five carries for thirty one yards, and Aaron Rodgers picked up one first down on a seven yard rush. In which uh, Aaron Rodgers can't slide right now. No, he because, his leg, because his leg bad, so he has to like. Uh, sort of roll forward yeah and hope and hope no one hurts hurts him uh so i i rogers 30 of 42 for 281 yards uh, and one touchdown he was sacked four times yeah and again like this is the vikings getting pressure with their their front four sometimes five guys uh vikings are very very good up front and they're very good yeah. everywhere but uh boy adding Adding, uh, adding Weatherly, or Richardson. Adding Richardson to yeah, their front. Sheldon, Sheldon yeah. Richardson. Ugh, it's it, I, another
1: I, move I like. I, 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 think that our, I think our defensive line is better. I think in general, Kenny Clark, Mike Daniels, uh, uh, Wilkerson, better. Sheldon Richardson, uh, Everson Griffin, good,
0: real good. So front. good, real, 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 real good. So let's let's take a look at, at uh how the rest of the NFC North is faring right now. Uh coming up tonight at Seahawks Bears I ooh I can't wait to watch that one. Yeah. Cuz that's Cause gonna that's, a- that's a boy. That's going that's that's an evenly matched couple of teams right yeah. there. Seahawks trending down, Bears would love to be trending up. We don't know if they are yet, but Yeah, don't know if they are. Home opener for the Bears. Yep. Um yeah, I'm very interested because the, the, the Bears are a conundrum to me in that the Bears fans think they've gotten better. The Bears certainly think they've gotten better. They made some terrible mistakes yeah. last week. Yeah, Some really, really bad mistakes. And, and that's the thing with a
1: young team like the Bears, which is centering around young running backs, a young quarterback, is can they play the full game? Can they play a full sixty minutes and win the game? And what we saw against yeah. the Green Bay Packers last week was that they didn't. And Russell Wilson's going to play a full game. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, very similar to Aaron Rodgers, will play a full yeah. game and will keep you pressed for a full
0: sixty minutes. Yeah, and he will pu- he will put some bullshit on you. Yeah, Aaron Russell Wilson invented bullshit. Yeah, Russell Wilson <laughs> is just
1: he's he's got that quick whip release. He can move just as well as Aaron Rodgers. I think he's. He can scramble. He's do Russell Wilson will put some put some garbage on your head.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's very good. That's a that's another huge early season test for the Bears, but they're at home. Uh, they 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 can beat the Seahawks. I think they. I think I think the Bears win this week. I think I, I I
1: no Doug Baldwin. The Seahawks kind of are falling apart on the offensive line, falling apart at receiver. Yeah, it. It really is just if the Bears don't beat themselves. If the Bears, as a young team, do not just beat themselves, they can win this game.
0: Mitch Trubisky's got to start throwing some touchdowns. Yeah, got to start. Yeah. got to start putting it over over the middle, uh, and you know, putting up some balls yep. and uh, trying to trying to take some real chances for some guys. Um, the Bengals beat the Ravens. I don't care. Uh, the Falcons beat the Panthers. I sort of care about that nice bounce back game for the Falcons, and the uh, the Panthers are. Just not consistent enough to be a real contender. Nope. Uh, the Chargers beat the Bills because the Bills are an embarrassment. Oh, uh, the God. Bills had a player retire at halftime. Yeah, Vontae Davis. Vontae Davis is now retired from peaced football. Out. He did so at halftime. Yeah, didn't tell anyone, just kind of pieced. He's cool. Yeah, he's done. That's that's fine. Uh, the uh, the the Titans beat the Texans. Yeah. Uh, With a Blaine, go- Ga- a Blaine Gabbert start. Yep, a Blaine Gabbert start. Mariota out. Uh... Deshaun Watson is going to make his way back and be great. Yeah, I'm still I think he'll be pretty good in that. But uh, he's coming back from a real tough, tough injury. Yeah. Uh, the Saints beat the Browns. That's a bummer because the Saints need to lose every game this yeah. year. Yeah. Well, if look, the Browns almost beat the Saints. Pretty good. Yeah. If
1: if the Saints can barely beat the Browns, pretty good <laughs> bodes well. Yeah. For it, the status of that of Packers
0: pick. <laughs> uh, Tyrod Taylor, twenty-two of thirty for two forty-six and a touchdown. Yeah. Um, great. A great throw to. Supposedly, bring them to a tie and look like it was
1: going to be a lead until the kicker missed it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Browns' kicker missed two field goals and two extra points in this he, game. He's he, gone. Should, he should get extremely fired.
1: Yeah, he is. He's fired. I, I, they brought in another rookie. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah. Vikings brought in Dan Bailey also. Oh,
0: they released. Oh yeah, uh, he's bad. Yeah. Oh, the Vikings released him. Yeah.
1: The Vikings released their kicker. Uh, what's his name? The guy that, ooh, they drafted him. Yeah, Carlson, Daniel Carlson, gone. They drafted him. They just signed Dan Bailey. Oh, he, ooh. Yeah. I mean, you earned it, sir. Yeah, I mean, you don't, uh, an NFL kicker doesn't miss two. Nope, nope. You don't miss two in a game.
0: Nah, he, You'll be gone if you're a rookie yeah. and you miss two. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is uh, is the second coming of Christ. He's unbelievable, and uh, the Chiefs are two and zero as they knocked off the Steelers. Uh, Mahomes is is uh, I hesitate to say he's for real because he's had three NFL starts, and no, uh, oh, yeah. and there's always time for him to like like stop being good but the early returns are extremely good yeah. he's fun to watch i mean the thing is there's just not tape on him yet yeah is
1: is what we always see is guys have a great first year second year there's a full season of tape for
0: defensive coordinators to watch and then they get got the second year. Yeah, and he's got he's got a bunch of a uh, bunch of incredibly talented guys yeah. around him, and a, a coach who just who just gets the best out of his quarterbacks wherever he yeah. goes. And Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Reid make, made Alex Smith into a playoff uh, perennial playoff quarterback. Yeah, so. That's uh, that's how it's working. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> beat, beat the Super Bowl champion Eagles twenty-seven to twenty-one. Fitzpatrick twenty-seven to thirty-three for four hundred two yards and four touchdowns. Everyone's talking about look. his uh, his fun little look. Yeah, it was a look great post game. But uh, um, this is anyone who's like really followed Ryan Fitzpatrick shouldn't be surprised. No, he has these years. He's He has the possibility of being very, very good, and he is a guy that, has never not demonstrated this kind of leadership. Yeah. Like there's never been a team complaining or trying to get him out of town. And even when teams are losing with him around, like, you know, like he, there's no way he wills the jets to win yeah. <laughs> all the time right? because he's got like a Chicago bears level of talent around him yeah. at that point. Uh, the, the uh, Buccaneers were the only question for the Buccaneers was who's going to come in and be a, a, a solidifying force at quarterback. Because, and Jameis Winston just doesn't seem to be able to one lead the team on the field and two stay on the field, like stay on the field. As much as I've wanted Winston to succeed, like like he. Uh, yeah, FitzPatrick just basically fired him. Yeah. Like yeah. there's I mean and he, this is
1: the FitzPatrick cycle. Yeah. It's like right now it's come into a team where there's an established starting quarterback but he's out yeah. and then win the starting job while he's out. Yeah. And FitzPatrick is winning that starting job right now.
0: And he's doing it by be just being fearless and yeah. just making crazy is, throws. Yeah, the story of his career. He's a, he's a gambler and, and he's he's a uh, I mean he's yep. a guy that like has doesn't seem to have any trouble walking into a locker room and, like, establishing self himself as someone that people look up to and listen to and, and want to play with and for. Yeah. I think he's going to end up coaching. Yeah. Uh, he's just—he's very, very he's good. good. Uh, the Colts get a win over the Redskins. The Rams shut out the Cardinals. Cardinals are— Bad, bad this year. The Josh Rams, Rosen. meanwhile, are very good this year. Uh, the 49ers beat the Lions yeah. because the Lions are 0-2. And, uh, they are the Lions. And uh, this is... Yeah, Stafford threw three touchdowns in this instead of 17 interceptions and still like the... He uh, fumbled down the stretch. Yeah. It? Ball control and Stafford, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, yep. 49ers get their their first win and, boy, that's that's something. Um, my favorite quarterback of all time, Case Keenum, yep. leads a game winning drive for a McManus field goal, and the Broncos beat the Raiders 20 to 19. Case Keenum, better than Tyrod Taylor? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Tyrod Taylor almost led the Browns to a win. Uh, <laughs> um, Jaguars beat the Patriots, a statement game for the Jaguars. Yeah. Blake Bortles played really well. Um, Jim Nance throughout this entire game called them the Jaguars. And I, um, hi, Mr. Nance, Mike Fleischman, Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. How you doing? Jaguars, Jaguars, Wars, Jaguars, no I, Wires, Jaguars, Jaguars. Wars. There are no Wires. Okay. Okay. Just, all right, thanks. Jags. And the Cowboys beat the Giants 20 to 13 in the boringest game. Yeah. In the world that I stopped watching halfway through because I don't want to watch the Cowboys or the Giants do anything, no, let alone actually play football. Um so yeah, we'll find out um right now atop the NFC North it's the Packers and Vikings at 1 and 1. Uh the Bears could easily be 1 and 1 tonight with a home game against the Seahawks and the Lions are uh are trending trending downwards yeah. right now but we're too early for any major predictions but uh NFL kind of rounding it out right now as like there are some big storylines dominating everything like Fitzpatrick and Mahomes. Yeah. But we're two games in, you have no idea what's what's coming down the stretch here, but early returns have been pretty good. This uh this last Packers tie. Um <laughs> I'm hard to be around <laughs> yeah. when when things are going bad for my green and gold. Uh, it was uh that was a similar similar thing last week, you know, the Ties are better than losses.
1: Yeah, I mean, but you know what's better than ties? Wins. A a W. Yeah, and it it felt like we had a
0: W lined up. Yeah, really did. Yep. This is this. This one was tough. This this episode. I'm I'm. This episode's bouncier than I than it had the potential of being. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad about that. I I only made the video autoplay onto the recording once. Yeah. No, that was good. That was good. So that's 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 good development. Yeah. Nice. uh, It's a nice little block that I can edit out. Yeah. So know know where that's happening. We're just trying to give you a little work to do. Yeah. I I need a little bit of work. Just something something I mean, to kill your time just essentially engineering last week's episode and then throwing it out was way too easy yeah oh god although no. the uh the video like the audio filters that that I put on it did did terrible things to the music really yeah the bumper music sounds like it's coming from the kitchen like <laughs> and, and you're underwater yeah and it's just like this like weird echoing like yeah I don't I don't know I guess I could have like Tried harder <laughs> and Ugh. fixed that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's what we have another episode. For. Yeah. yeah. That's why we have the rest of the regular We season. do it every week. Yeah. We got the rest of the regular season to degrade the audio quality <laughs> even further from where it currently is. This one stands. coming at
1: you five. Bits per second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No audio. Yeah. Ones and zeros. You know. Read some binary. Yeah. I'm gonna go right down to the effects rack, select band pass filter, and put <laughs> it on, and uh, or maybe like uh, the uh, old timey radio. Like, hey, Chase and Scotland, coming to you live from the phonograph room at the. It's good. I like the old time radio yeah. voice. Hey. You have to really enunciate. You do, because old time radio like sounded like it was coming through like a time portal yeah. from another generation. A time so. portal, and then reverberating out of a plastic cup. <laughs> there was a there was like a, a comedian I think it was based in Dallas who would get press passes mm-hmm. to like uh, post game interviews and such, and he would just do this like old timey thing like, "Hi, hey, Phil Mickelson, Dan Daniels here with the New der- Now der- <laughs> oh, you were really knocking them down and setting them up there out on the court today. What do you think?" <laughs> You'd be like ah, ah I think it was good <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate I appreciate the devotion to a bit like that <laughs> but uh, yeah that's that's gonna do it I think, I think that's, that's I got. think that's what we got uh, we'll, we'll of course be back next week uh, regular season of week three Packers are going to play the Washington Redskins on the road they just saw the Redskins former starting quarterback they can take a look at yeah. what the Redskins currently have this week nice Um it's a winnable game for the Packers if the Packers continue their stretch of what I really think is two games of playing fairly well. Yes, it's, I think it's been two games of good football.
1: I think overall, pretty good football. Uh, I think there's been some, some play-calling mishaps. I think there's been... There's always a little bit of bad football here and there, but I think overall,
0: pretty good. Yeah, winnable game coming up for the Packers. Of course, they got to play them because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen yes. anymore in the National Football League. But, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, joining us. He's Matt Melhamsetter. I'm Mike Fleischman. This is Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. Back next week for Week 3. And until then, hey, Matt Melhamsetter, what we tell him. Hey, Mike, I know... We're in the middle of the outro. Oh, man. We did forget What's to take a cheesehead of the week again. <laughs> um, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in in my continued war against logic, <laughs> sense, and segments, um, head cheese head in a 29-29 tie. Um, I got Mason Crosby.
1: Good pick. Good pick. Um, you know, I think... Me, Aaron
0: Rodgers. He, All was, right. he, yeah. he
1: put us in a position to win down the stretch. It was Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, both uh, both fair picks. You you look at that one Crosby miss, but I say, what about those five makes? Yeah,
1: it, without those five makes, it's not a game. Yeah. it's, so, it's not even it, happening
0: yeah. until then. And a 52 yard was a flip of the coin. <laughs> of Apparently, what we tell him is, Mike, you forgot to name that <laughs> cheesehead of the week. <laughs> um, can we can we can we bring it back again one more time? He yeah. can nail it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this has been cheeseheads in chicagoland the podcast that i started and like actually drew up a design document for which i then promptly set on fire and threw away uh, and uh thank you so much for listening to it we'll be back next week and until then matt said or what's a thing that we could possibly maybe tell them we could tell them that they should stay cheesy baby yeah